time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone, bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back, Cigar Talk. We have a special episode for you guys. We are actually doing the show from the Cigar and Spirits Festival in Fort Worth in Panther Island. And I've got co-host with me as always, Brian Falconer. How you doing today, Brian? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Doing good. Dude, what is it like being here at Panther Island? It's hey, amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. I, I didn't mean, even know this existed in Fort Worth. Yeah, man. and the festival hasn't even started yet. <laughs> and I mean, it's already getting exciting. Yes, yes. I mean, there's cigar vendors here. I just took a walk around and I mean, there was tons of cigar vendors that i know and i'm excited because there was a ton of cigar vendors that i don't know oh yeah yeah i'll have to show you around yes sir and yes, then sir. to top it off the view no the <laughs> spirits dude oh. they've got bourbon they've got whiskey yes, they've got scotch yes. they've got vodka yes. they've got gin do you like gin nah, gin See, i'm not a gin guy yeah, gin but i'm gonna try same. it because i heard some really good gins are really good so okay. i definitely want to go around and try them all okay. so by the time we get done with the show it ought to be really lively <laughs> so anyway let's talk about what we're smoking yes, and as you guys can probably guess i'm at the event smoking a mccallif medallion and it's the 6x46, which is my favorite cigar. Yes, so yes. what are you smoking, man? I'm smoking a Medallia Torcedor right now. Good stick, good oh. stick. I was actually oh. at the uh, Silver Leaf this morning yes, sir. before we came up here talking about it. Uh -huh. And we were talking about, you know what the great thing about that cigar is? Is it's a four dollar stick. Tell the truth, and it's all quality tobacco. Most definitely. I mean, you can buy a, a cheaper cigar, but, but it's gonna suck. It will come nowhere near. Nowhere right. Near. Yes, so whatever sir. you have, a four dollar cigar that uses all quality tobacco. You're knocking it out of the park. Most definitely. Most definitely. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about the event. Uh, the yes, event sir. starts at 530. I think it's probably about 430 right now. Yes, sir. And they've got a band warming up. So if you guys hear that, that's what's in the background. <laughs> they sound really good. Yeah. And I'm really disappointed if you couldn't make it because you guys are going to miss out on a really good time. But that being said, I also want to let you guys know that we are going to be doing a West Texas cigar event. Yes, we will. Abilene, Texas, April 18th. 2020 yes sir so uh we should have tickets on sale by november 15th and if you buy your tickets before december 31st you will get a discount yes sir so but we plan on having tons of cigar vendors uh we're gonna have music we're gonna have food for the vips uh we're actually tossing around the idea right now of doing a barbecue cook-off mm -hmm. and uh hireman solomon might bring in some guys doing that and so it's just going to be a big fun time. I hope you'll plan to join us and hang out with us and smoke cigars and just, you know, kick back and relax. If you miss it, please don't talk to me about not having fun. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm serious because it's going to be that opportunity to come together. We'll be there. Hiram and Solomon will be other uh, vendors there and bring the community together. And it's going to be fun, man. Smoke. Come on. Yeah, come it's going to be awesome. And the cool thing is, yes, sir. is the venue is going to be at the Soda District yes, in Abilene. Yes, and sir. it's a new facility that's not even finished yet. So they're going to have a down lower area that we're going to be able to house about 400 people. And then you go upstairs to the deck 
and there's actually a small craft right. brewery there, Sock Dolliger. And so we're going to have craft beer. We're going to have cigars. We possibly be going to do barbecue. Oh, so, yes. dude, oh, yes. I don't know what you could ask for. You know what I mean? The thing that we're talking about, we want to make this about us. And the only way we can do it is if you, you participate. You know, it's love. I mean, we're sitting here now, and as as the VIPs are lining up, you're looking at people that, that they're coming in anticipating, and it's not going to be what they think it's not going to be. It's going to be blessed. And it let is. me tell you this. What I love about the Cigar Festival uh-huh. is, as you know, it's like the nicest, welcoming people oh, on the planet. Yeah, so yeah. when you bring you know, 150, 200 cigar smokers together. Mm. It's just like brotherly love. Tell you know what truth. I mean? Tell the truth. So I'm excited about hosting that event in Abilene. So make sure you guys sign up and uh, we're going to just knock it out of the park. Most I definitely. promise you that. We're going to put it on all our social media. We're going to bring it out to the world. And if I see you out in the streets, I'm going to let you know you have to come. You got to come. Absolutely. So, hey, I wanted to talk a minute about McAuliffe because you guys know they're our sponsor. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. I've been hanging out with, uh, I actually, I hung out with Al McAuliffe this morning yeah, and smoked cigars. Uh, then we got to eat lunch from the Riata. And, dude, let me tell you something. I had the carne asada with a cheese enchilada. <laughs> Holy cow, man. Hey, you saw the food, Vic. Did it look amazing? Oh. And w- w- the funny thing is we went over to Riata. Uh, to pick up the food to take it back to the silver leaf uh-huh. and Vic was there eating that's where we <laughs> ran into each other so i was like hey not only does he know good cigars he knows, he knows good, good food, food. Yeah, that's right yeah so anyway <laughs> got rubbing his belly <laughs> we went back to the silver leaf and uh, ate our lunch and then we continued smoking cigars and i'll tell you what i drove up last night yeah. and uh, i was invited out to dinner with david from hireman solomon and we'll be having David on the show a little bit later for an interview. He's the GM of Hireman Solomon. It's David Umbria. So make sure you stick around for that interview a little bit later in the show. Uh, let me just tell you something. Those guys over at Hireman Solomon, they know how to take care of people, man. They they hooked me up with a fantastic dinner. Then we went over to Silver Leaf and we smoked cigars for like two and a half, three hours. We closed the place down. We didn't leave till two o'clock in the morning, man. It was it was super fun. That's good. That's so. Good. Anyway, we just want to say thank you to McAuliffe. Yes. You know, it's it's awesome to have a brand that you love smoking. That's true. You know, true. I was actually talking to Dan about it, and, you know, their price ranges from 4 to 42 Yes, sir. I mean, that's a wide spectrum of prices, so anybody can so afford a cigar. It reaches everybody. Right. It does. It and reaches everyone. they also have a cigar for every, every. palate. You know, the... Uh, Grande Bold Selection. I love those because the name of the cigar is actually the name of what type of cigar it is. Anyway, we just want to say thank you to McAuliffe. Thank you. We're just blessed. We're humbled to have them. And, uh, you know, hanging out with them earlier today, it was another reason that I love having them as a sponsor because they're good people, man. And so if you want to, you know, go out and support a brand, you know, a lot of people make great cigars. But it's great to support a brand that has great cigars and you want to support them because they're good, good people. people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's move on to the next subject, which is going to be uh, what I did last night <laughs> is going to be over at the Silverleaf. If you guys haven't been to Fort Worth and you make a trip up here, make sure you go by the Silverleaf. It's a really upscale uh, cigar lounge. I'm kind of surprised they let me in, Brian. You know, it's that upscale. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know what? There's people from all walks of life coming in there you will meet people from all walks of life in there it's a great lounge 
And I tell you what, the service there was fantastic. Well, we know we'll meet all walks of life if they let you in today. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. They let me in, man. They yeah, let anybody in. Yeah. That's a blessing, too, man, because it's all about the community. You, like you said, with McAuliffe 4 to 42, you have people that come from every aspect of the environment. And we all come together with one common thing, and that's that, that stick. And it brings about conversations. It brings about, you know, commonality. You know, it, it brings people together. And that's what we're about, man. I love it. I truly love it. Oh, man, this place is getting ready to be. It's hopping, man. It is hopping, dude. I can see the VIP ticket holders up at the gate. They're lining up. They're getting excited. If you haven't been to a cigar event, man, it's something that you got to do. Because coming together with other cigar smokers from all over Over. the place, it's really amazing. Now, something else I wanted to say about the Silver Leaf is... I met the uh, manager last night, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, their staff is great service. Dude, <laughs> they come over when you get a cigar, they uh-huh. clip it for you, they toast it for you, and then you light it. Oh. And it was super nice. Uh, I actually had a couple of uh, Jameson Black Barrels. Mm. Oh, dude, I hadn't had the Black Barrel before. It was fantastic. Oh. It was really nice. And then uh, I'll tell you also, this was like a hidden secret that I found out today. They actually had the Zycar XO lighters uh-huh. for $50. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I had to buy one. You know what I mean? It was like the last two I had were like 105 yeah. 50 bucks. So, anyway, I picked up the silver and black. I showed it to you earlier. Yeah, I like it. I, yeah. I truly like it. It's a little bit lighter, too, which caught me. I was like, oh, this is lighter. Yeah, man, I like this. Yeah, you know, when I'm carrying my cutter around, I'm not looking for a workout. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'll take any workout I can get, bro. Right. So anyway, we've got David coming up next, and we will be doing an interview with him. He's from Hiram Solomon. He's been the GM for about a year now. Uh, Man, he's really kicked up Hiram Solomon to be doing some really interesting, great things. You're not going to want to miss that interview. And then uh, I guess after we come back from the break, we plan on having a couple of visitors on the show. Uh, We're going to have them sit down and do a little quick interview with some people here from the event. Mm -hmm. So I can't even tell you who's going to be on the show because right now I don't even know. (laughs) I mean, I've met several people. I've asked them if they'd be interested. They said they'd love to join us. So we'll be having some different people on the show as the show continues. So you guys hang around. We'll be right back after the break with an interview from David from Hireman Solomon. Hey guys, thanks for hanging through the break with us. We have a special guest from Hireman Solomon Cigars. We have David Umbria on the line with us. He's the general manager. How are you doing today, David? Very well. Thank you for having me on the show today, Rob. Long time listener. We've been uh, looking forward to having you on the show for quite a while. I'm glad you finally were able, or we were both able to get our schedules together and uh, make this happen. Fantastic. How long have you been with uh, Hireman Solomon? Actually, I'm the newly appointed general manager. I came on board in mid-August, uh, but I've had a relationship now with the company that uh, spans over a year. Okay, very nice. We've been a big fan of Hireman Solomon Cigars uh, for quite some time. I was going to say, uh, actually, since before this show was started in December of 2018, I had already smoked some Hireman Solomon, and uh, our local shop in Abilene, Texas, The Leaf, they carry a, a nice selection of Hireman Solomon Cigars. And I got to tell you, I just lit up a uh, Shriner, and this is one of my favorite Hireman Solomon sticks. Mm. And I was wanting to ask you about that because I love the the Sumatra leaf 
But mm -hmm. what's interesting is the profile blend on this. And I'm thinking that maybe it's because it has that Indonesian binder. Does that make uh, something unique? Because I don't really see a lot of cigars out there that have that Indonesian binder. It does. Now, one of the things we definitely pride ourselves on is, are, is having such exotic blends that we have and the unique flavors that uh, the profiles that they give off. One of the things that I will say is when it comes to the Shriner and one of our newest cigars uh, that that is already out on the market, the Grand Architect, we have some of the best rollers in the industry that are putting these together. And if it really wasn't for them and their skill sets and their professionalism and the way they understand these recipes and how they come together, it is so much more than the leaf itself. It really is the craftsmanship of the cigars, which really entices us as Freemasons, the craftsmanship that goes into these things. So I think it is a lot to do with the wrapper, but I think it really goes down to the roller. That's great, man. Let's go back just a little bit. And I'm going to tell you something. This cigar that I'm smoking, it's, man, the Shriner. If you guys haven't tried the Shriner, you definitely got to try it out. I like the Corona size. It's a 46 by 5.5. And, uh, man, the flavor complex uh, on these cigars are really nice. So good job on those and so i want to hit you up and if you could tell us a little bit about how hireman solomon came about uh as you said before you know there is some uh mysterious rumors out there and then there's also you know you get some uh positives and some negatives i mean it's all the way around the board because it is based on the masonic freemason brotherhood really sure sure absolutely and i appreciate you asking that uh, so Freemasonry, we have records that going back to at least the mid 1800s, where brethren going back to that time after lodge meetings, you know, partook in having a cigar. That was the fellowship of it. You know, Freemasonry has a lot involved in it, from everything from the uh, the craft side to it, all the way to the fellowship and brotherhood angle of it. And after a lodge meeting, it's very typical for the brethren to stay together, fellowship and food and drink and a good cigar and just really enjoy themselves. And that's really where, where we base our camaraderie on. So brothers Fuad and George are both Freemasons and Fuad is a past master. So we call him a worshipful brother. Many nights after a lodge meeting, they sat together and they were just speaking about cigars. They're both cigar enthusiasts, aficionados. And they would speak about how surprisingly masonry has their hands in a lot of different things, but we don't have our own cigar. We have all different types of memorabilia and merchandise, but there really is no cigar that anybody uh, has developed. Now, in the past, there have been a couple of companies to try to get off the ground using a masonically themed cigar, but they really haven't taken off. And we think that one of the uh, reasons why we were so successful, uh, not just having the support and the back end of the Brotherhood of Freemasonry, which is 6 million members in the United States alone. But we were able to go out to the Grand Lodges of various states and get their blessings, if you would, to go ahead and create these cigars. So George and Fuad, great guys, great Freemasons. I mean, they're, they're really salt of the earth gentlemen. When they started this brand, it was really just to raise money for masonic charities because masonic the masonic brotherhood is the largest benefactor to charities worldwide 
you are smoking the Shriner. The Shriner, uh, which most people are familiar with, are the Shriner's Hospitals, which is a Masonic-appendant body. You must be a, a master mason, a Freemason, to belong to the Shriners. So these two gentlemen, when they created the brand, it was really about just having something that Masons could introduce during lodge meetings for fundraising to raise those monies to give to various charities. They by no means had any inclination that this was going to take off to where it was and, and you know, be a favorite amongst Masons and non-Masons alike oh no kidding well you know and you talking about the charity work and uh whatnot you know i remember back and i'm i'm an old guy too i'm 50 and but i remember back when i was like i don't know five or six years old going to the shriner circus and you know so i know the history going all the way back just in my lifetime it was always about taking care of the community and doing different things as far as charitable events to do an outreach to other people who needed help. And we're still very big today. A portion of our proceeds do go to Masonic and non-Masonic charities. So we're constantly involved with charitable work. That's our big thing. That's, that's uh, you know, our, one of our primary things as Freemasons is to have that charitable nature. Uh, so we're constantly donating everything from funds to cigars to humidors, you name it, we're, we're involved. That's great, man. The other thing I like about what you guys do is uh, the Freemasons have a unique uh, brotherhood and in the cigar industry or the consumer level, we all have that same type brotherhood. So I think it's a really good fit for the product and for the consumer that you guys are, you know what it means to be in the brotherhood. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's something that we hold dear, you know, in masonry, uh, us brothers, we get together and into masonry for many different reasons. But the, the main thing is because we pride ourselves on taking good men and making them better. And that, that is our philosophy. And we do that through studying the liberal arts of Freemasonry. We do that from the fellowship with the brothers. We do that from being involved in the communities and charitable work. We do this from self-development. There's so many different angles we, we hit it from. But I am going to say that the best way that us as Freemasons grow as individuals and men as people in general is literally by just sitting there with the brethren, having that social gathering, you know, having a great cigar, speaking amongst each other. You know, the one thing about cigars, which I love, it's a, it's a common denominator. You know, to me, many people always ask me to share what a cigar means to me. And the best way I can always describe it is it's more than flavor. It's more than taste. For me, it's a bridge between our past, our present and our future. When we're sitting down, whether it be on a leather couch or whether it be a hard folding chair in the lodge room, we're sitting there. We're talking about memories. We're talking about things from family life to Masonic life, all those different type of memories. Then somehow we find ourselves always talking about the, pre the present, whether it's a social issue, whether it's something going on in somebody's life. And then we talk about the future. Where are we going? And it's amazing that such a thing, such a thing as, as a cigar could prompt so much contemplativeness just so much thought and it's really the common denominator and i think that's what we grow from from talking to other people you know it doesn't matter what race creed color gender has really no bearing on it when you're sitting down with a, with a cigar and you're smoking with another person that is a common denominator absolutely and you know everything that you just said i wish our politicians would take that to heart because it's more it's more than about the cigar like you say uh and i love that you see it as a bridge to the past the present and the future and it's also just 
you know, when you're sitting down with someone and you're having that special moment and you're sharing that time together, it's, you know, I've had lots of people ask me what my favorite cigar was. And really my favorite cigar, I don't even really remember what it was. It was the cigar that me and my dad sat out on the patio and smoked before he passed away. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, cigars are very much uh, like any other sense that we have, which I which I attribute and call an anchor. You know, when you when you sometimes walk into a room and you smell a certain fragrance, it brings you back to something. Maybe it was something your wife wore, your mom or whatever it may be. Maybe it was the smell of pipe tobacco and made you think of your grandfather. Cigars had that innate ability to do that to us, to bring us back, to be an anchor and make us remember something, make us jolt us to a memory, jolt us to a good time. And that's the funny thing about cigars is whenever we think about things that are attributed to cigars, it's always a good memory. It's never bad. I never lit up a cigar and, and had a bad memory whatsoever. And to me, the best cigar I smoke is the one at that moment, the one I'm enjoying with, with the camaraderie of good friends and brothers. Absolutely. I, I usually say the best cigar is the one I'm smoking right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us about the cigar line itself. Uh, I know pretty much most of the cigars, but I may not know all of them. Can you uh, go over the line for us? Sure, sure. I'll keep it. I'll keep it a little general because I would like to drive traffic to our website. So sure. I'll let you just go on there and find the wrappers, the binder, and the fillers. Uh, but to give you a little bit of the lineup, so we have seven. We have seven cigars in our line, and we do have one unique blend that we do seems to be on a consistent basis that we do uh, as a special blend for the Worshipful Master of the state of New Jersey, which we are founded and part of. So the way our cigar line is broken up into is sort of like categories. So the first category we have is the degree line, which consists of the Entered Apprentice, the Fellow Craft, and the Master Mason cigars. Now, the Entered Apprentice, the Fellow Craft, and the Master Mason line, they correlate to the three degrees of Freemasonry, which all Masons must go through in the same way and manner as all other Masons have gone through before them. Then we also have our Symbolic line, and our Symbolic line consists of the Traveler Man, the Veiled Prophet, and Grand Architect. That line is, how should I say, it, it alludes to, to significant connotation with, within Freemasonry that invokes and imparts suggestion amongst Masons. So it's a, it has a lot of allegory to it. The Shriner is is the premier, and the premier and the first in our pendant body line. So pendant bodies are bodies of Masonry that aren't necessarily Masonry proper. They're offshoots. You must be a Mason to belong to them, and they're affiliated to the bodies, but they're not what's called the Blue Lodge. And the Shriner is our premier pendant body line that brings awareness and honor to one of the many affiliated bodies of Freemasonry, that strive to have an impact and effect change in our communities. Now, together uh, with all of their own distinct, exotic, and, and unique and eloquent blends, they compromise and encompass all Freemasonry seeks to impart on its members. And this is what makes our brand so unique from any other. For the Freemason, they're a bridge between our past, present, and future, which translate allegory and bears fruit to our journey. For the non-Mason, our line is a glimpse into the world of mystery and intrigue, a world shrouded in controversy and the lore. It allows them to participate without participating. So that's that's pretty much a, a good uh, synopsis. Uh, off the cuff of my head, I think I need to record this and, and use this uh, <laughs> when, when I'm speaking to owners. But that's pretty much what the line stands for. What I'll tell you what, what I really love, too, is the first three cigars you mentioned, the Entered Apprentice, Fellow Craft, mm -hmm. Master Mason, is that that particular three cigar set is a mild medium and full so it also incorporates 
you know, for someone who's just beginning in cigars, they probably want to smoke something a little bit on the lighter side. And then after they've kind of got their bearings, move up to the uh, middle of the road where they're getting a medium profile. And then when they've, you know, graduated for that next class, you want a full-blown, full-bodied smoke. Absolutely. I really like the way you thought that through. Thank you. Yes, those those three cigars are our premiere. If there was, you know, uh, only three cigars that we'd be able to sell, it would be those three. The uh, the End of the Apprentice is a mild to medium bodied cigar, and it's perfect for the newly initiated enthusiast with a delicate and evolving palate. Uh, the Fellowcraft is a medium to full bodied cigar, perfect for the novice passing to advance uh, or establishing a feel for the flavors they like. And the Master Mason, which is superb, is a full bodied cigar, and it's really perfect. Perfect for the sublime palate, someone who has graduated into the likes of an officiato. Absolutely. And then uh, tell me about the Veiled Prophet. I've had one of those and it was very good. I don't, I haven't seen them uh, available as much or it's very limited, but that one was very good. Uh, where does it originate from? Sure. So, so that wrapper is a Brazilian Arapacaca, Colorado. Uh, with an Indonesian binder, and, you know, it, it has multiple fillers. The Veil Profit is one of our best sellers. One of the reasons for that is because of our larger Grand Monarch size, size which is a 7 by 60 and it comes individual in its own uh, coffin, and it comes in a box of 16. And we actually have Boveda right now working on a humidity pack that's going to be specific to that coffin that size box oh really because they're just a hot seller especially the ones in the coffin because they come in the monarch size and the grand monarch size and that grand monarch we cannot keep them on shelves well it's a beautiful cigar by the way thank you thank you it's it's one of my favorites i mean i pick up aromas of cedar uh coffee caramel i just think it's such a complex cigar and it's beautiful and the the wrapper again once again some of the you know the uh, the best torsadoros just are working on our stuff and I, I can't really give any more credit to the cigars than but to them yeah and i gotta say that all the uh hireman solemn cigars that i've had and i've had quite a few i gotta say that the uh, craftsmanship is been spot on uh you know I am a big, big complainer when it comes to cigars being rolled too tight or too loose. Mm. So the torsadors that you guys have are doing a great job. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. So tell us about what any events you have coming up in the near future that we might not know about. Sure, sure. Well, some of the things coming up, I actually this week, tomorrow, I'll be leaving for Colorado Virtual Bar, uh, located in the uh, historic Brown Palace down in Denver, Colorado. Uh, this Saturday, we're going to be participating at the Cigar and Spirits magazine tasting over there in Dallas, Texas. Uh, we have we have many things coming up. We are having a Masonic event on November 16th in Richmond, Virginia, which you'll see on the website very soon, where we're going to be closing up a shop. We have a we have a world famous tattoo artist who also happens to be a brother Mason, and we're going to close down the shop for the day. And we're going to have a party. And we're going to be giving tattoos and having cigars and, you know, maybe having some liquor and some refreshments there. Uh, so we, we have a lot of things coming up. All our events are being uh, consistently blasted onto our website. So, but this weekend would be Colorado and, and, uh, Texas. Very nice. So I do have to ask you, are you planning on getting a tattoo? Oh, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. I'm impressed. Absolutely. Wow. Yep. 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 We're, we're going to call this event, the, uh, ink and ash. Ink and, and it's going to be, uh, an ink-tastic night. It's going to be a great impressive. night. 
I'm definitely liking the ink. And you know, where where you know what? Uh, Freemasonry has been known in history to be uh, revolutionary. We've brought a lot of change into this country, into this world, and we're looking to do the same thing here in the cigar industry. You know, often many people try to compare us to other cigars, and we don't see it that way at all. We're not in competition against other brands and other lines. There's enough market space. There's enough taste. There's enough flavor for everybody. What we are competing for is real estate inside of a humidor. Yeah. So we're looking to get out there. We're looking to shake things up. We're looking to do unique things. We have a lot of uh, collaborations going on. Um, Project Carbon Inc. We're going to be doing some things with Taste the Dram, Smoking Whiskey. We have a lot of things coming up that are just going to be phenomenal. We're going to shake things up and then, you know, we're going to revolutionize this market. Well, man, I love it. I, I love the attitude and I, I love the forward thinking of doing events like that. Uh, I'm a big proponent of not doing just your regular uh, event where, you know, you have somebody show up and give you know, you buy four cigars and get one free. I think we've done that long enough. I think it's time to do some more exciting events. And it sounds like you guys are all over it. Oh, absolutely. We just had down in Arkansas, we, uh, and this is a personal house account of the company, uh, the Vault Fine Cigars, located in Rogers, Arkansas. Uh, phenomenal shop. And I just recently was down there and met the gentleman. And it's a beautiful shop. And what's very unique about it is to one side, there's a phenomenal walk-in humidor and, and an exquisite lounge to sit down and enjoy the cigars. But to the left side, the one side of the whole other show is, is store is firearms, all high end rifles, shotguns, handguns. Very and nice. these guys are really, Oh yeah. It's, it's such a beautiful concept. And these guys, so one of the things we're looking and we're working on right now is we want to put together a pretty much a guns and guards type of event where we're going to get, we're going to get some land. We're going to take people out there. Let's uh, smoke cigars, shoot some guns and, you know, just have a good time. Hey, well, you got to let me know when that event takes place because I want to sign Absolutely. up. Hey, now, have you uh, have you been to Fort Worth much? I have not. This is actually going to be my first visit to Texas. Okay. Well, there is a shop downtown, uh, a little bit south of downtown, called Pop Safari and Cigars, and okay. that's how his shop was originally. It's an old building, like in an older part of Fort Worth and when you go up the steps there's two doors the door on the right goes into a cigar lounge uh, humidor the whole nine yards really nice lounge and then the door on the left goes into the uh, the gun shop and then there's nice. a door in the middle that goes in between them because the same guy owns both shops but it's one of my favorite lounges to go to it's been around shoot I think for like 30 40 years and so anytime I'm in Fort Worth I try to go by there and have a smoke oh, that's fantastic and that just goes to my point of saying earlier how cigars are typically the common denominator you know we all have different interests and, and passions anything from you know guns to tattoos whatever it may be and it's funny how within all those communities cigars are a common denominator absolutely man and you know when you get together over cigars you learn so much about the other people and you have a, that common bond of the cigar but Look at how many things you learn from other people because they come from a different working class. They come from a different background, a different political status. So, I mean, with the cigar being the bond, 
you get to learn so many things that you normally wouldn't get to learn because without meeting those different people from different cultures, you just wouldn't know. And you just hit on the, the nail on the head of why I said Freemasonry takes good men and makes them better. And a lot of that comes from the fellowship of being around people who come from different walks of life, different levels of income to occupation and learning their points of views, their perceptions on things. And that's what helps us evolve. That's what makes us better people. Also, I can't wait. Uh, you know, I'm going to be at the event Saturday. And this show comes out Monday. So you guys, I hope you met us at the events. I've invited several people to the show. But anyway, uh, looking forward to hanging out and meeting you this coming Saturday evening and uh, get to meet you in person. That'll be nice. Same. My pleasure. Uh, so when are you going to be coming into Fort Worth? I will be, I'm leaving Colorado on Friday and, fly, and flying straight to Dallas on Friday. So I'll be there Friday evening. Okay. Well, great, man. Uh, I'm driving in Friday. Uh, my daughter's actually flying out to Australia for six months. She does mission work. Very nice. Very nice. So she's going to be leaving the country for six months. So we're going to be in town and then uh, my co-host will be joining us Saturday. And uh, we just look forward to meeting so many cigar enthusiasts and cigar aficionados and hanging out and meeting so many people from different vendors. So you're at one of the, you're one of the guys at the top of our list to get to meet. So we're excited. Man. Thank you. Thank you. It'd be my pleasure. I really am looking forward to speaking with you. And then I'm definitely going to stop by your booth on Friday. Look me up. I'll be in the Brown Palace. And uh, no, that's the Brown Palace. I'll be staying at a Holiday Inn, actually. Uh, maybe get together for a drink and a smoke. Okay. I definitely will, man. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to tell us before we go? I'm good. I really just appreciate your time. Uh, you know what? We're, we're really, you know, masonry, we have a saying to be one, ask one. That's how people really become masons, is you must ask another mason to become one and all i'm going to ask of everybody is to be one smoke one get there out there go. have a cigar enjoy it enjoy what comes along with it you know there's there's you know nothing like a good cigar just sit I, back and enjoy and before we go tell everybody the uh, website address so they can go by and check out your website sure thank you it's www.hiramandsolomoncigars.com Okay, and I know if you're on Instagram, you already know how to find Hiram and Solomon because whoever's doing your Instagram is knocking it out of the park. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yes, well, we definitely have. We have our main, our main Instagram, who's actually operated from our owner Fuad. He he does it on a daily basis. That's his passion. He has a lot of fun with it. And then I also promote. Uh, my own Insta, which is Hiram and Solomon Cigars GM. Well, that's great, man. Well, hey, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. We've been looking forward to it a long time, and finally we got it done, and we just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. All right, brother. Well, hey, take care of yourself, and we will see you at the show. Same. See you then. All right. Bye-bye. So, hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed the interview with David from Hiram Solomon. Man, what a what a great guy. Yes, what a, sir. I mean, yes, and sir. a great brand. We uh, we are big fans of Hiram Solomon. They make a great line of cigars. Just a great brotherhood. And I uh, just want to say thank you for David coming on the show. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we've got, hey, how you doing, Charlie? Charlie. We're actually here live at the show, so yes, you'll sir. be hearing us talk to some different and people. people. Yeah. And uh, lots of people stopping by to say hi. Anyway, uh, later on, like I was saying, we're going to have a few mystery guests come on the show today. Uh, we definitely plan on having Dan Thompson on. Most definitely. Try to get Steve over here. Yeah. And then we've got some other guys from some different cigar vendors. And also, hopefully, get some people from Spirit vendors yes, over here. Yes, sir. And let's, you know, we've already tried. Well, you didn't go, but me and uh, Junior went over there, and we... Uh, 
tried a special kind of liquor. Yeah, there's a uh, brand of liquor here called Desert Door, and it's kind of like an agave plant, but it's a native Texas plant. It looks a lot like agave, but anyway, they do a really unique blending, and the flavor was really kind of a surprise i've never tried something like that before but i gotta tell you what it was pretty good and uh, we're definitely gonna try and get back over there and get another drink before the show's most over definitely sure hey uh, bro you yeah. like how this house is filling up man oh dude this, this event <laughs> is blowing up it is blowing i mean up. it's getting crowded but it's not like overly crowded where you oh. can't get around but i also see like a line of a sea of people <laughs> and look at all of them they're all yes, cigar smokers yes, man yes. i mean you look out there and you're like you know what? I can hang out and smoke with any of those guys. Most definitely. Most definitely. How you doing, sir? Yes. Thank you. How you doing, man? Good. What's your name? I'm Bill Bertrand. Nice to meet you, Bill. Yeah. I'm Rob Jones. Yeah. Oh, well, nice to meet you, man. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And see, that's what it's about. That's man, we, we're about. glad you came, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Yes. Here's the guy who listens to the show that signed up for Cigar Rights of America. That's on, my brother right on, there. Come on. Thank you. I'm talking to one of the guys that listens to the show. So I got you into smoking McAuliffe's. Was I BSing you or were they good cigars? Fabulous. Did you what all he hear says. that? Did you hear that? Because a lot of people think that I just promote McAuliffe because they're our sponsor. No. And it's like, no. Across the line. You know, and they have so many different cigars. Have you had the Medallia? Ah, oh, <laughs> very nice. Oh, yes. yeah, the straight cut over in Arkansas. Nice. Wow. Oh, I agree Almost 100%. Definitely. Most man. definitely. Oh, yes, that's Sumatra. We were talking about the Sumatra <laughs> earlier. Smoking one right now. Smoking one right hey, now. Hey, so where are you from, brother? Okay, okay. nice. Excellent. Well, I don't know if you've heard. We don't know what we say on the show for one week to the next. <laughs> Do you know we're having an event in Abilene? We're going to have a West Texas Cigar Fest in April. I hope or, we'll I see hope you there, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for stopping by, brother. Most definitely. Yes. Hey, and I'm sure we'll see you around a little bit later. Well, thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, that's what it's all about, brother. <laughs> thank you so much, man. We're going to be here all, all night. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... We're going to be taking breaks, too. <laughs> Love to, man. Hey, we can hang out right, right here, here in the McAuliffe Lounge. It's, hey, it's the, only, it's the only vendor here that has the, their own lounge. Oh, yeah, you got to, man. Got to stop by the Leaf. Yeah, if you haven't been to the Leaf, you're missing out on a good brotherhood. <laughs> they got a great brotherhood there, and you know I'm there more often than I should be, but it's my home away from home. <laughs> what well, what shop do you go to on a regular basis? I've heard of that. Really nice lounge, I heard. Oh, well, you know I did a show at Renegade not long ago, and I love Renegade. Brandon Hayes is the owner there. Great guy, great guy. I don't know if you know on Instagram. Cranky Buzzard, he's he's a regular there, and then we got Ryan that's a regular there. So we love hanging out with those guys whenever we come up to this. But I'll have to come over there and hang out at your house yeah. sometime. Talk to the owner. We'll, oh, thank you, brother. Hey, so there's a guy that stops by, sees us. He listens to the show all the time, yes. and he is going to vouch for the McAuliffe brand. <laughs> he just said it's one of the best lines of cigars bar none. Yes, so. Sir. 
we just want to say thank you for confirming what we already know. Most definitely, most definitely, because it's all about that. McAuliffe puts out a a very good stick, man. Very, and like you said, from four to (laughs) forty-two, from four to forty-two, it's going to hit everybody's palate. (laughs) Hey, we're all ambassadors, brother. We're all ambassadors. Hey, you're an ambassador, though. That's all that matters. Hey, you're lower than he is. You're lower than he is. I thought you were 2355. (laughs) At least I know I'm lower than Vic. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming back. Most definitely. (laughs) 165. How are you guys doing today? Well, we're fantastic, man. We're actually recording a live show. Yeah, it's a fantastic event. Very awesome. Oh, and spirits. Oh, okay. (laughs) So there's just so many good people here, man. I mean, just in the short amount of time that we've actually been open, I've met several, several good people, Mm -hmm. and they're all coming here to hang out, smoke cigars get to know the people behind the cigars and you know that's one of the reasons that we do what we do is we like bringing you interviews with the people behind the brands Mm -hmm. those that are part of it coming from the consumer all the way to the blender to the owners it's about letting everything about this society be known that's all it's about yeah and you know sometimes we bring you interviews with the cigar shop owners Mm -hmm. because we want you to get to know the people behind the actual lounge where we come together as a community and then other times we might bring you interviews with people that know expert on spirits yes uh, expert and you know I'm really looking forward to I've got a contact that I'm planning on having on the show, and he is an expert coffee roaster master. Oh, yes. That's what I'm talking about now. Come on. I, that's something that I, I really want to get to know more. You know, and Vic from Cigars Coast for Warriors. That's what he does. Works for the coffee roaster down in San Angelo, yeah, Texas. Yeah. So, I don't know. Does he actually roast? He, he said he does. Because uh, awesome. when, when, when they came to do the event at the Leaf, he was handing out packages of roast he made that day. Oh. So they were freshly roast. Nice. You know, I didn't get any of that. Uh, me neither. So I'll definitely <laughs> be looking to get some. Yes, sir. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. We're at the uh, event here in Panther Island in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, we are uh, smoking cigars. We're having spirits. We're having a great time. I wish you guys were here. Yes, I uh, do too. I really if, do. If, if you're not able to join this event, make sure you join the event that we're going to put on in Abilene in April 2020. That'll be April 18th. Uh, it's going to be a big event. Yes, you, you must come attend. hang out with us and smoke cigars and have some uh, craft beer and talk that talk. That's right. So anyway, uh, Dan is like the guy who does all the Facebook stuff yes, with McAuliffe and he is hands-on. He loves getting to know the ambassadors and takes great care of them. And so if you're not an ambassador, you know how to do it. You go by the link on our website, yes, go over and become an ambassador. It's that easy. So Brian, have you been to a big cigar event like this before? No, no I haven't, man. And it's I pretty am awesome, just, isn't it? Yes, it's, I'm in awe of it. You know, the sheer uh, level of it. 
the uh, camaraderie, the way they're taking care of everybody that's walking in the door, not just the VIPs, but the general admission also. Hey, man, I love this. I truly love it. It, it. It's just a testament to McAuliffe, man. It truly is. It's a testament. Al's walking around speaking to everybody that's here. Yeah, I mean, and I'll tell you everybody. what, if you haven't had the pleasure of meeting Al McAuliffe, you're missing out because yes, he sir. is a true yes, gentleman. Sir. He is just your ordinary cigar-smoking brother yes, of the sir. leaf. And I just got to say that we are just so excited to be associated with those guys. Most you know what I mean? Most definitely. I mean, he he doesn't know a stranger. No, you know not I mean? at all. Not at all. So, hey, man, we got another guest that's fixing to slip uh-huh. in and no talk smoke. to us. He actually is a fan of the show. Most and he just started his own cigar YouTube channel. Yes, sir. So let's get him on the show. We'll talk to him for a few minutes and he can tell us all about it. Hey guys, thanks for hanging through that little break there. We have a special guest with us. It's, uh, I say Mr. Boss, but actually Mr. Roman. Al Roman. Al Roman. So you told us earlier that you're a longtime listener, and we just want to say thank you for that. We really appreciate it. And then uh, you told me that you started your own cigar YouTube channel. I, I did. It's on uh, YouTube. It's called The Good Cigar. All is one word. Put all the words together. The Good Cigar. And because uh, it's my passion. Cigars are my passion. You know, once you get the cigar passion, it's amazing. It, it, it is. It changes your life. Because it's not, you know, a lot of people that don't smoke cigars, they think that we just like smoking cigars, which we do. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Always. But it's not about the cigar as much as it is about the camaraderie and all the people that you meet. It's almost like you have an extended family. It it truly is. You can go to any cigar establishment, have a cigar in there in the lounge, and meet people and talk with people. And it doesn't matter what race, creed, or color you are. You can have a conversation, and no one's there's no anger in it. There's like we're just having a conversation and get along with people and meet new friends that way. Absolutely, man. So tell us about your uh, YouTube channel. How long you been doing that? I started uh, last November because uh, I, I I so much enjoy cigars. And I just wanted to put people out. People ask me all the time, "Hey, what are you smoking? What do you like?" I said, "You know what? This is going to be a good deal to do. I'm going to put out some cigar videos." And uh, doing it, most of them in my backyard, and just say, I, I like this cigar. This is what I'm going to talk about, and kind of give a review of what it is and what makes this cigar good that I like or dislike. Right. That's why I called it the good cigar, because life is too short for bad cigars. So. Amen, brother. You know, and that that's something that I talked to, uh, let's see, I believe it was uh, Richard Carlton Hacker. Yeah. He said in his interview, life's too short, I'd rather smoke one good cigar a week then smoke seven bad cigars you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and i've had plenty of starting out with cigars you know i had plenty of bad cigars oh now i don't know what a good cigar is once you once you get to the level where you enjoy a good cigar bad cigars are really bad really really bad yeah you know what i mean you know, i started out with like the backwoods you know you're like oh wow oh <laughs> he started out with the backwoods <laughs> brian yeah. knows all about the backwoods yeah I got a good one. I have a good one today, which I was just turned on by you gentlemen, by the uh, medallia, McAuliffe medallia. I got to say, this has just changed my life. Tell everybody, did we pay you to say that? No, you didn't. I, you, I, I got the medallia cigar here at the at the at the event, and uh, started smoking that. And from the first puff, I was like, oh my god, I found my new love. Don't tell me, don't tell my wife that. But <laughs> it's crazy how good it is, isn't it? I mean, it really just completely changes the experience of smoking a cigar. Yeah, all the different flavors in there, still being a, a medium cigar, uh, to get into that cigar and the, the easy draw on there, I mean, it's just, the flavors are incredible in this. 
Yeah, I'm actually fixing to cut a medallia and smoke it right now. So let me cut my cigar right quick. And I just picked up this EXO uh, cutter. That is a nice cutter. Dude, let me tell you something. Here's a little secret. Have you been to the Silver Leaf? I have been to the Silver Leaf, yeah. These right now are 50 bucks. That's a great deal on that. These are normally 108 Yeah, I've seen them on Amazon for that right there. Yeah, yeah. and so I, when I saw this was $50, I was like, <laughs> yep, I got to get one of those. I shouldn't say that. My wife will find out. <laughs> My wife's standing out here looking at us, so I, I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> so how long have you been smoking cigars, brother? Uh, let's see. I've been smoking cigars for probably now since uh, about 2007 was when I started smoking cigars. A brother, my brother-in-law of mine started smoking cigars. Well, he actually smoked cigars. He smoked the old um, uh, Bahia Golds when they were actually Bahia Golds from the 1994 and that on up. And uh, I, like I said, a Backwoods I smoked. I thought, that was oh, that was awesome. And then he turned me on and I was like, okay, this is what a good cigar is. And this is why you want to smoke a good cigar. Yeah, and, that... Uh, that- that that bad cigar found its way out of your humidor real quick. <laughs> yeah, real fast. And it's like, but you know what? We all go through that stage. So if you're a new cigar smoker, just try a lot of different cigars because that's part of the journey. It, you know what I mean? It is. Discovering your flavor, what you like and the profiles that you like in those cigars. I mean, I think back to when I first started and I mean, we've talked about this before. If I went back, I would not smoke those cigars. No, no, I would, I would not. But I don't regret it because it was the journey that made the cigar hunt. I was always looking for that next different stick. Sure. And so it was like this amazing journey to find that next cigar that I thought was better than what I was smoking. Oh, yeah. And then the next cigar that's better than what I was smoking. If I had started out with like a 1926 or something, I, I would have You wouldn't like, appreciate no, it. No, I wouldn't have been like, eh, what is this? And, and put that down. Well, because I'll tell you this. I had a 1926 before I was ready because <laughs> I didn't appreciate it. And when I smoked it, I was just like, yeah, that was a good cigar. And then like... The second one, the third one, the fourth one. By the fourth one, I was like, holy crap, this is good. You, fa- you found that, that sweet spot of like, oh, this is good? Well, you know, your palate isn't ready for a 1926 when you no, first you can't, start. No, you can't recognize it, especially if you're doing a backwoods to a 26. Exactly. I mean, you, you can't taste that flavor that's right. in there. Right, the and I think whenever I smoked the uh, 1926, this previous cigar that I had smoked, was a Partagas Black, which was a full-blown, in-your-face. Yeah, that's that's a full cigar. Right. And so when I smoked the 1926, I was like, there's not much to this. You know what I mean? Because I was expecting something kind of to kick me in the teeth, and it didn't happen. And I was just kind of like, wow, that was 30 bucks. (laughs) And then then for some reason, I smoked another one, and I smoked another one. And then by the third, fourth one, I was like, holy crap, these are good. These are awesome. These are amazing. So I tell people all the time, don't jump out there and buy the most expensive cigar. No, there's some good cigars that are 7 bucks that you can get that Absolutely. are amazing, that, now, are, that are good. i got to ask you, have you smoked the La Galera, uh Connecticut? No, I have not. Amazing steak. Amazing steak. It's five dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, you can't beat. That's why I like the the torcedoras. Oh, the torcedor for that's four my, bucks. Yeah, that's my coffee in the morning cigar. That is that is beyond a doubt the best cigar for coffee in the morning. Brian loves like the torcedor. Yeah. I smoke torcedoras usually like probably about four or five times a week. Yeah. And then uh, you know my go-to, as you know, is the medallia. 
And I'm not going to say how many of these I smoke in a week. Because <laughs> my wife does listen to the show. Yeah, well, my wife's there. I already told her, I said, yeah, there's going to be a box in my uh, humidor before uh, before the week's end. And she's like, just giving me that look, like, uh-huh. Hey, well, I also got to say this. We were talking before he came on the show, and he's got like 700-plus cigars in his humidor. <laughs> yes, so that's awesome, man. That's yeah. awesome. My, I have a gracious wife that allows me to indulge in my habits of these great cigars because it's, it's my love and my passion and she allows me like i'm like oh a new cigar i've got to get that in i've got to have it i've got to try it absolutely and try man it. and it's such a blessing to have a wife that supports the lifestyle that we choose it truly is like that because i couldn't do it without her and now, uh, did i show you my ring oh look at that oh, that is my wedding ring <laughs> Oh, and LFD winner? That, is, that is awesome. That is amazing. So this tells you multiple yeah. things. This tells you that I love cigars. Yeah. It tells you that I have a very cool wife. But do you know who had that made for me? Your wife? I'll My mother-in-law. No way. So not only do I have a great wife, I have a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah that's you know, amazing. So how honored I am to have those women in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so... It sounds like you have a very loving, supportive wife. I mean, you're here I, with I her. I am. She's here with me. And, you know, she used to smoke cigars every now and then because she was giving up cigarettes. She said, you know, and started cigars. And she likes cigars. And I liked it, too. So I was like, oh, this is great. And uh, so she's here with me. And she knows, like, yeah, I'm getting these for you. And, That's awesome, uh, man. That's that awesome. She supports me and comes with me and enjoys this. Because these are great events to come to with your family and your wife for our husbands because it's there's so many things to do here yeah and you know everybody here is friendly that you camaraderie with right. cigars is unlike i've ever seen in any other place or business it's it's amazing you know the only and i and i'm not a i'm not a motorcycle rider yeah i was were you yeah so you know how like those motorcycle clubs are yeah i feel like this is kind of the same thing but way better <laughs> not to knock anybody on yeah. motorcycles but i Man, when you look this good, yeah. you don't want to take chances <laughs> riding a dangerous motorcycle. You know what I mean? You don't want to. You don't want to mess up that pretty face. Right, right, right. right. You know, it took me a lot of years to get this. <laughs> do you publish your uh, YouTube channels on certain days, or you just do it like how many episodes a month are you doing? Or you want to schedule? I'm trying to get to uh, one a month. Okay. Going through out there, just because the editing process and going through there, I could do a lot more. But uh, with my busy work schedule and all, it's kind of tough on there. I'm, I had kind of laid off for a little bit, uh, just because uh, work has been very busy. But I'm going to start putting them back out again. Now it's the fall, so I can kind of slow things down a little bit to start getting those videos out. Awesome, uh, and man. And putting those out once, at least once a month, if not every other week, to get those out. Because like, I've got about 12 videos out now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's getting there. And I've got a nice little following that are getting there. And I get great positive reviews and uh, quest questions out of my uh, videos. Well, hey, man, thanks for sitting down with us thank and you, talking to us, Thank man. you so much for having me on here. It's such a pleasure and having this great event. Oh, man. I, I do want to mention that I have I am a, a McAuliffe uh -oh. ambassador. Uh -oh. And I know my number is way, way up there like that, but I just wanted to bring that up that I'm always very happy to see the here like that and the challenge on, that, on uh, his number right there because my number is uh, 2919. So I'm way, <laughs> I'm a bit up there. Mine's 20, no, not 20. 299. 299. <laughs> so. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. This hey, was man, great. This is a great event like that. And thank you for the. the 
this, this, the Medallia, because that is an amazing cigar. It's changing my life right now. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. I know I am. I just lit up another one, and so I'm happy-go-lucky, <laughs> and we're having a good time. Well, we'll talk again after the show, and we'll get together and do something uh, collaborative. That sounds great. Sounds great. Thank, Thank you, Mr. Roman. Hey guys, I told you we're going to be having some special mystery guests. We've got one just stopped by the table here at the Cigar and Spirits Festival in Fort Worth at Panther Island. And joining us now is Jennifer Nicole. Hey, hey. You've seen her all over Instagram or you're not on Instagram. That's how that works because I see her like every day. She's at cigar shops all across the nation. And I actually met her last night with uh, David Umbra with... Hireman Solomon, and I found out a little bit about her. She actually comes from a cigar family. So, how are you doing today, Jennifer? I'm doing wonderful. Can't beat it. Have you been to a lot of cigar events? All the time. Nice. So, tell us a little bit how you got into the cigar scene. Okay, so my father owns a cigar lounge in Galveston, Texas. That's where I got started. And what's the name of it? It's called Havana Alley. I've actually been to that cigar shop. I loved it. And when I was there, they, there was actually a poker game going on, yes. and I didn't get to play because I had to be back to uh, where I was staying. But anyway, I love the shop. Now, does he Thank still you. own that? He does. Awesome. Yes. Well, you know what? We need to come down there and do a show at his shop. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. Yes, we will do that And because I need to go down to Houston. I actually used to live in the Friendswood area and then the Conroe area, so I have a lot of friends down there. Right. We'll come down there and do a show. You can be there, and your dad can be on the show. Oh, yeah. All right. That would be fun. We should do it. Yes, we will. So how long have you been working with Hireman Solomon? I started in January of this year. Okay. So how's that relationship going? Amazing. Great people. They are. Just, they just treated me like family from the very beginning. So. And that's what it's all about that's right That's what there. it's all about. Because, and I got to go out with uh, David and Jennifer for dinner last night. And, I mean, we had a wonderful time. And David is just a, a gracious host. And, well, you already know, me and David hit it off pretty good. Yes. I mean, I, I felt like I was hanging out with one of my brothers and we had a great time and learned a little bit and ate some fantastic steaks at Risky's Steakhouse downtown Fort Worth in Cowtown. Amazing. And so so tell me about what kind of cigars you like smoking. Well, I like everything. Definitely depends on my mood. So I, I start off light in the mornings. If we're talking Hiram and Solomon, I'll go with my Shriner. Oh, I love the Shriner. Which is an Ecuadorian Sumatra. And what I love about it has an Indonesian binder, right? That's right. Yeah, so I, that's my favorite Hiram and Solomon is the Shriner. Uh, actually, whenever I had David on the show for an interview, that's what I was smoking just because that's my favorite. So, like... What kind of cigar ring gauges, what kind of uh, sizes of cigars do you prefer? And that also depends on my mood and which cigar we're talking. So I really like a, a Lancero if we're doing something medium bodied. Uh, Toro, always with anything. I like box press too. Oh, I do too. On yeah. some cigars. On some cigars. I'm very picky on my box press. <laughs> you know, I can't just smoke any box press. Right. And so, actually, the other day, I had a, a 60 ring gauge, and just to remind myself how different everything is, and, you know, just the big draw and the smoke that you get in a 60 is, is just different and wonderful. Let me ask you this. 
being a female in the cigar industry, what, how has that been for you? Has it been challenging? Has it been rewarding? I mean, what would you say to other women that maybe are just now getting started in the cigar industry? It's very rewarding. You know, my suggestion to the ladies starting out is to do your research, really um, know what you're talking about, and people will take you seriously, obviously. You know, yes, it's, um, it's male-dominated, but men appreciate a woman that knows what she's talking about when it comes to cigars. And, you know, you know, a misconception is a lot of guys, because it's a male-dominated industry, they have that macho attitude like, Oh, well, she doesn't know anything about cigars. But then when they see what you know, they're kind of blown away, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, because I've seen some of your posts, and it's like, I know she knows cigars. Well, it started all, you know, in the retail side, learning all the different blends. I I did my um, tobacconist university class and really uh, got the whole concept from the beginning. Went down to the fields, Nicaragua, Honduras. So. Definitely well-educated, and I have to thank my father Very for a lot nice. of Very nice. So how long was he in the industry before you got started? I mean, did, He started in And 04. how long before you jumped in? I started in uh, 2010. Okay. So yeah. He, but, you know, I was there every day. I just had a different job at the time. <laughs> when did you start smoking cigars? I started smoking when I was 18. And what year was that? <laughs> never mind, never mind. I didn't mean to ask that. He hadn't taken over uh, the cigar lounge yet, but um, it used to be this place called the Balinese Room in Galveston, which was an old hangout for people like Frank Sinatra. and Yeah, real old school. And we'd go down to the end of the pier, smoke our cigars, and, you know, just have our father-daughter nice. on. And, you know, I tell so many people about, you know, it's not the most important thing is not the cigar it's who you're hanging out with and enjoying that cigar with because that's the memories that you hold on to. That's right. It's all about the experience. So what do you got planned coming up? I heard that you were going over to Smoker's Haven in Lubbock soon. I am. Awesome. We're going to try yes. to come up there. Oh, now, great. That would be you've awesome. You've been to uh, Smoker's Haven, right? Yes, he has. I met a couple people tonight that uh, said they're going to be there, so it'll be a nice turnout for sure. So what else you got coming up in the near future? Well, the, the Lone Star Bike Rally is Where's that going to be? Oh, in, in Galveston. Galveston, yes. I've been there. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. I mean, if you go to the island, don't plan on leaving until it's over. There's about 500,000 people that show yeah, up. Yeah, what's the, what's the population weekend? in Galveston? 50,000. So 200,000 people show up. 500? 500. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. And, and our cigar lounge, Havana Alley, is right down the street. So it's like the headquarters wow, that for the is rally. Awesome. Yep. And I'm going to San Jose, California, the beginning of November for an event there with uh, West Coast okay. Cigars. What part of California? San, San Jose. Jose. It'll be my first time there too. So where will you fly into? Will you fly into LA? No, San Jose oh, has its okay. own airport. Do you have anything else going on in the Galveston area? Houston area? Oh, all the time. You know, that's where I live, so, and my father has a cigar lounge, so I'm always collaborating with him, uh, diff- different places in Houston, you know, that always welcome me, so I'm staying busy down there. How's the event been going for you here tonight? Oh my gosh, it's been so I came busy. over there to talk to y'all, and y'all were slammed. Slammed, oh my, I don't think I've ever had an event that's been this crazy, I mean... 
literally mild, medium, or full. Thank you very much. You know, that's it. <laughs> that's all we well, have. Well, and I heard David came over here and told me you are about to do a cool giveaway. So that's yes. going to be cool. A surprise yeah, giveaway. yeah. David's awesome. He, he keeps coming up with all these fun ideas. That's what I love about David is you never know what he's going to think of next. Right. So. Yeah. Keep exactly. you on your toes. So <laughs> how can people find you on Instagram? My Instagram handle is Jennifer Nicole Cigar, but I spell my Nicole different. It's N-I-C-H-O-L-E. So Jennifer Nicole Cigar. Yep. Well, hey, thanks for coming over here and talking with us. My and pleasure. I'll, I'll let you get back to work because I know David's probably like suffering over there now <laughs> by himself. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you. We'll do this again. Absolutely. Thank you, Nicole. Y'all have a good night. You too. All right, guys, as I told you before, we're going to have several mystery guests. We have a great guest with us because I had the honor of drinking a spirit that I've never had before. We have Bobby Hitchens on, and she is with what company are you with? I'm from Desert Door. Desert Door. So we go by, and she has this amazing spirit. I got to say, I was skeptical because I'd never heard of it before. So tell us a little bit about the spirit that you guys do. For sure. Um, so yeah, it is a very unique spirit. We are um, crafting Texas Sotol. So Sotol is a plant that is native to the Chihuahuan Desert. You'll find it in Texas, Mexico, New Mexico, and Arizona. It's got a really, really amazing history. The plants uh, existed for about 13,000 years. Wow. And it's actually the first alcohol consumed in this region. There's some... Um, uh, like pottery in West Texas that was found that has remnants of a fermented sotol that dates back about 800 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a very um, unique spirit to this area, and it's been distilled since the 1500s, but right now we're the only folks producing it in the United States, and then there's about 15 distilleries in Mexico, so it's very much a spirit on the rise. Um, a lot of things kind of kept it from really getting big for many, many years. But we really just wanted to revive the spirit for Texas because we were distilling it prior to Prohibition. Prohibition hit, and really all that happened after that was moonshine distilleries in West Texas. So one of our founders, Judson, he was um, his family actually was involved in moonshining it in West Texas. So it was kind of his spark that started the idea. So the other two founders, Brent and Ryan, uh, they were all at UT together. And this is essentially a project out of University of Texas. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Yeah. So and, they, sorry, and you said they're all veterans? They are, yeah. Awesome. So Judd was a Navy SEAL. Um, Brent is a retired Marine. And then Ryan was in the Army. So they've all served. And, um, yeah, it's definitely something we're really proud of, for, especially for the distillery. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> and let me tell you that when you were telling us about the spirit, I kind of had my hesitations because I'm not a real big <laughs> Uh, tequila guy yeah but it doesn't taste like tequila at all yeah I to agree me it was a much cleaner yes. taste yeah and i could definitely see sitting down and sipping it with sure. a good cigar totally so i was super impressed now the drink that you made mm -hmm. what is that called um so the drink that we've been making tonight is called the desert paloma so the paloma is a pretty uh it's a classic cocktail. It was born in Mexico in the 70s. Uh, right now, it's the most popular cocktail, actually, in Texas. Oh, really? Yes. And traditionally, it's made with tequila. 
but we prefer it with Sotol. So we serve a lot of Paloma's um, Texas grapefruit matched with Texas Sotol. It's just kind of a, a perfect match. What I really liked about it was it didn't have that big kick mm-hmm. that tequila is known for. Totally. It was real smooth. Yes. yes. So and how long have you been with the company? Um, I've been with them since pretty much the beginning. I started drinking Sotols about, I'd say about three or four years ago. And um, the person who introduced me to them is good friends with one of the owners. So I was following them. And then when I showed up there, it was just like, if this tastes good, I'm in. Like everything that they do, they're great people. Um, So yeah, and like you say, with how smooth it is, it really is just... I mean, our distillers, they're amazing. It's an incredibly hard plant to distill. Um, It doesn't really allow you to make any changes to it. You basically have to do what the plant wants and then, you know, go from there. But we're basically harvesting these hearts from the sotol plants in West Texas and we wild harvest it. So that's pretty special. We're not farming it. Um, And the hearts can weigh 50 to 100 pounds. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're not... (laughs) farming this plant nope. you're actually using what's available just in the natural landscape totally that is amazing yes and that was a huge drive for it the guys i mean they're eighth sixth generation texans they really wanted to work with the land that is available to us so um this plant there are literally billions of it in west texas um it is kind of treated like a, a weed by ranchers um, it just takes over land. The shoots on a sotol plant, they come up every year and a half as opposed to agave, which it only happens once. Oh, really? So they just spread like crazy. They absorb a lot of water. So ranchers just were doing controlled burns on them. They wanted to get rid of the plant completely. And you're like, hold up. Yeah, we're like, hold wait a up. second. You can actually make booze out of this, sir. Right. So, yeah, so it really worked out. And, um, I mean, the plant is just so, like, um, it just grows so vast and quickly that I don't see us running out, but we are working with Texas Parks and Wildlife Foundation to make sure that never happens. So we do a lot of experiments, um, but yeah, it can actually regenerate from the roots too. So we leave the roots intact and it'll actually regrow, you know, two, three years later, you're starting wow. to see heart. So yeah. That's amazing. So yeah. you were, I, I was earlier, uh, excuse me, at their booth earlier, I was listening to another conversation that you were having and you guys are harvesting around Marfala, Texas? Yes. So we wild harvest. We work with um, a few different private ranches. Uh, about 200,000 acres is what we work with. And that ranch land is, it starts in Johnson City. Our distillery is in Driftwood, so that's our closest to us. And it goes out as far as Marfa. And if you've ever been to, like, Marfa or Big Bend, Ozona. I have. Literally, they're everywhere. I like, didn't I didn't around. know that's what that was. I just thought it was, like, this weird cactus, weird plant. Yes, totally. And so, so have you been out to Marfa? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And have you seen Marfa lights? I have, actually. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it's crazy. If you haven't seen the Marfa lights, that's worth it just to go out there. Yes. And yeah. we actually did a big camping expedition out to Big Ben, which is amazing. And so I remember when I was a kid, my dad took us out there. And at the time, I was only like 14 and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> we're going to the desert. But now that I'm older, I really appreciate the beauty that's out there. Totally. Because you can't see that anywhere else. No. no and no, so no. that's amazing. Now, where's your distillery at? So we are in Driftwood, Texas. 
which is an amazing, amazing place in Texas. Um, Driftwood and Dripping Springs are part of the Texas Hill Country. Um, so we have our friends from Garrison Brothers here. There's about 25 breweries, distilleries, wineries just in Dripping and Driftwood alone. No way. Yes. But as you get out to like Fredericksburg, hi, um, there's even more. So there's like hundreds. So I need of to crafts. come over there for sure. Totally, yeah. Yes. Yeah, please I come out. Just, I would love to. I sh- we should do a show at your distillery. Yes, I would I love agree. to do that. We could go through and do like a video tour. Yeah. And then do a podcast along with it. And within the next month, we're going to start doing a YouTube channel as well. Yeah. So we'd love to do a whole show at the distillery. That would be awesome. Yeah. And just so you know, there are Desert Palomas on draft at our distillery. Really? So they'll just be flowing the whole time. Very (laughs) nice. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So... You where are you originally from Texas? I am actually not. Where are you from? I'm from New Jersey. You do not sound <laughs> like you're from New Jersey. I hear that a lot, but I'm from South Jersey, so it's a little bit different from the north. Uh, it's more of the garden state, so I don't know. I guess the the good fruits and vegetables have tamed my accent a bit. Well, let me ask you this, and this is going to be a, a tough question, okay? Do you smoke cigars? I have, for All sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what? I actually was supposed to ask you that before I let you come on the show. Because <laughs> that's cigars. a prerequisite <laughs> to be on the show. They are wonderful. Yeah, I love cigars. Actually, my dad and I, that was the first cigar I ever had was with my dad. And it was a Cuban in Aruba. And yeah, kind of just makes me feel warm thinking about it. <laughs> it's all about the experience. And I think, yeah, um, cigars and spirits and everything, you know, they're all delicious. And there is definitely a craft behind it. But I think um, what the most special part about it is sort of the experiences that it allows to unfold. I would rather have a cheap cigar with my good buddy Bryant here there you go. than smoking a $50 cigar in my lounge. Because even though it's a really good cigar, I want to share that experience. Totally, And yeah. it's the same way with spirits. Totally. You know, uh, I have a best friend that we've been, I'm 50 years old, and I've had a best friend that we've been best friends since, like, junior high. Oh, cool. So whenever we get together, we have special spirits and we have special cigars. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. Well, cheers to that. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And I'm so disappointed that my best friend Tim did not make it to the show. So, Tim, you're listening to this. I'm not happy you didn't show up. (laughs) But anyway, I know he has other things to do with family, so I understand. I'm going to give him a pass. But anyway, so tell us about some things maybe coming up events-wise or something that you guys are doing that we don't know about. Yeah. So a few things coming up. We always have a lot going on. We're only about two years old, so it's all very, like, new and exciting and everything. But um, our Oak Age, uh, so Dull, that was just released... Um, and put onto the market a few weeks back. That's going to be hitting Fort Worth in Dallas next week. So it is incredible. It's um, uh, aged to taste, and that is in New American Oak Barrels, uh, medium char. So it has a little bit more smoke to it. It's 100 proof. Um, it still Oh, keeps, I like 100 oh, proof. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it keeps those earthy notes that Sotol has, but it also has those, like, warm caramel vanilla dark cherry notes that you might get from like a I like all those flavors yes so let me ask you about this tell us about the bottle here yeah for sure so this bottle is beautiful it is beautiful people are it's in love with like it like blue glass <laughs> yeah. and so let me ask you this is there a reason for the blue glass 
Uh, so it's ceramic, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and there was a lot of thought put into this bottle. So to start with, um, Sotol was uh, heavily moonshine during Prohibition in Texas. Um, actually, there's stories of Pancho Villa smuggling it oh, into really? Texas. Yes. Very nice. So it was smuggled, it was moonshine. It's got like that very cool side of the story to it. So when the guys were designing it, they wanted that sort of like flip top that you saw a lot during Prohibition. So it's kind of got like a growler look to it. Um, the bottle is ceramic, and it was designed originally by Amphora in Mexico City. And we wanted it to be ceramic, so we definitely wanted to pay homage to uh, Mexico, where Sotol has been produced for about 300 years. It's a very, very big uh, family tradition in Mexico. So that was sort of our, um, our ode to that. And, um, yeah, and then that blue, it's just feel like there's something with texas and like that really beautiful blue color and i love the contraption that locks the lid in place yeah that is cool it it almost reminds me of the moonshiners back in like even kentucky with the brown bottles which were also ceramic but this is the really pretty blue and so i didn't know if there was a reason why you went with the blue versus any other color yeah um i know they worked with a few different colors i think judd probably had the final say on it and being a navy seal blue was calling him but um they just it kind of is what like pulled them in and you know there's a lot with colors and sort of what you feel when you see it so like this blue it kind of has i don't know it just makes you feel something seeing it i think it's a beautiful bottle yeah i mean that's not a bottle that you see on the shelves of most liquor stores totally so when you see it you know it yes that's a big part of it all absolutely yeah so how, how would people find you on social media? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram. We're at uh, Desert Door. So it's D-E-S-E-R-T-D-O-O-R. Um, we are also on Facebook, and we are about to celebrate our second anniversary on November 16th, well, 2019. Thank you. And that's actually Texas Sotol Day. Oh, they very nice. It. Very so, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you all have any other things coming up that we don't know about? Just drinking loads of Sotol. Now, I've invited them to participate in the West Texas Cigar Fest. Yes. I really hope you guys will come on board with that. Yeah, we would love to. Uh, we would love to introduce Abalonians to yeah. that bottle and to that flavor of spirit. Now, earlier when we were talking, you were talking about how it's distilled. You only distill it for a year because you want to maintain the flavor profile of the actual spirit. Well, um, so basically it's it's not a year we, so we want to make sure we're definitely um, maintaining the flavor of the plant. So our process is to steam it in autoclaves, so that will keep all the natural flavor. Um, the whole process, from the time that we get the hearts at our distillery until it's actually in bottles, it's about two to three weeks. So. We steam it, we press it with a corkscrew press, um, and then we ferment it. After fermentation, we have a uh, pot column still, which is pretty unique. It's a hybrid. Um, it's really beautiful, but basically you're doing six distillations within um, this process. So very, very smooth. It comes off anywhere between 130 to 180 proof. And even at that proof, it's still incredible. It's still smooth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we proof it down to 80 just so open up the flavors, also uh, make it a little bit more approachable by the general public. So if I come down to the distillery and we do a show there, yes. can I get some of the 180 proof? Of course. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. 
Well, hey, Bobby, thank you so much thank for you. taking your time and coming on the show. Of course. Uh, we love educating everyone who listens on different new things, and this is something definitely new for me. Yeah. So just thank you so much for coming on, and thank oh, you for thank the drinks you. as well. Of course. Thank you for drinking tonight. It's oh. made us feel really special that y'all have been drinking hey, our drinks. I know that I've seen you guys busy all oh. night long. So really people fun. love your drink, I can tell. Oh, thank you. I keep seeing the same people going back up. Yeah. <laughs> So, We've seen a few familiar faces. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Perfect. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, Bobby. Hey, guys. Thanks for sticking with us through all the interviews. I hope you enjoyed them. We loved being here at the Cigar and Spirits Festival. Yes, sir. And so, anyway, it's 10 o'clock at night. It's been a great event. And so if you guys get the opportunity to come next year, I highly recommend it. And if you weren't able to come here, you can definitely look at coming into the West Texas Cigar event. We're going to be hosting that in Abilene, Texas in April of 2020. I believe the date's going to be the 18th. And we're going to do it at the uh, Soda District in Abilene, Texas. It's a great event location. They have craft beer there. We're going to have cigars. It's going to be amazing. So I hope you guys can join us for that. Tickets should go on sale the middle of November. So anyway, Brian, what would you think about the event tonight? Hey, man, I enjoyed myself. The great people, the great atmosphere, meeting people that, you know, listen to the podcast and just came out just to, you know, to say hello to us, man. That was just beautiful. Oh man, it was it was enjoyable to meet so many people that listen to the show and Most come definitely. in and talk to us about uh, all the cigars that they smoke, what we smoke, and they talked about where they smoke. It was just a really good get together. Most definitely, and you know, the to, atmosphere was electric there. I'm you know, telling you. and you know, the cool thing about it was it was like being at your local cigar shop, but by you know, 20 times yeah, the amount of and people. And they yeah. were all like your brotherly love type. Tell, tell the truth. You know what I mean? Tell the truth, man. So, it was beautiful. Hey, before we go, I want to let you guys know, as we always do, if you want to become a McAuliffe ambassador, go by our website, sign up on the link, and you'll get a coin with your personal number on it. You'll also get a handwritten certificate. They really take care of their people. I mean, Dude, how many McAuliffe cigars have we smoked tonight? Uh, come on. I can't count. <laughs> I, I, I lost count probably at about 12 cigars tonight. Yeah. I've just been smoking one after and another. Junior just kept going back oh, and back. Junior's and still back. smoking. <laughs> so, you know what? I actually, this is the first time tonight I don't have a lit cigar. Oh. I know, right? That's amazing. I know. Me. And it's like, I want to light up another one, but the event's it's over. over yeah. So I got to pack up all the equipment. We're going to drive back tonight. And so uh, we just want to say thank you to the host, Lincoln, uh, from Cigar and Spirits Magazine. It was a great event. Uh, i tell you what, I was completely impressed with not just the people who came, but also the facility yes, was awesome. Sir. The, the venue was amazing. Uh, it was kind of like you're inside a barn, but then they also have an outdoor section. And the cool thing is, I don't know if you noticed, Brian, but there's railroad tracks coming in. Yes, I saw them when I came in. I was amazed. I was like, oh, man, this used to be somewhere. It's rare, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. And then the outdoor location was hopping. I mean, it was packed. We had cigar clubs out there having a good time. And so if you guys haven't been to a cigar event, I highly recommend it. Most it's definitely. so much fun. And, I mean... What more could you want just to hang out and smoke cigars <laughs> with all the people who hang out and smoke cigars? Once again, I have to say this was an electric night, man. I am beat. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm pretty tired myself, and I think what I'm going to do is pack up all the equipment and head on over to the Silver Leaf. I, 
Because <laughs> I, I got some more smoking to do. Hey, if you do, I pray for your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, guys, uh, you know what? We've got a lot of different things coming up over the next few weeks. We will definitely be talking about that on the upcoming shows. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a very fun episode to do. We appreciate David from Hireman Solomon coming and being on the show. Uh, Jessica and Nicole came in and talked to us, and she was on the show. And then we had Mr. Roman, who does his own uh, YouTube channel. Yes, we appreciate him. But anyway, guys, we appreciate you joining us each and every week. Thank you so much. And we also want to say thank you to all our Patreons. The equipment that we're able to take with us to these live events is amazing. We want to say thank you so much for being a participant in our Patreon. And it means the world to us. So thank you guys. And uh, anyway, man, that's going to wrap it up for this week. So uh, until next time, keep smoking.